The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Britt Johnson, and Newey Scruggs. Welcome to Friday edition of the Players' Lounge, brought to you by SWBC Podcast Studios and Hotels.com. I have Barry Church and Danny McRae with me today. Uh, We have a lot to talk about. Let's just roll right into it. You want to start with yesterday's game? (laughs) <laughs> what I know is, what you know, I said Mike? What that you know? the Texans would lose by fourteen. What, they lost by fifteen. I figure that's that's pretty pretty spot on. Yeah. I think I was you right there with you. Didn't yeah, you yeah, said fourteen. Yeah. I piggybacked well. though. Pretty, yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> pretty spot on. I Wait. think it was twenty twenty four to nine. Uh, game played out. It was actually a little closer than I expected it to be uh, throughout the the first mm-hmm. half and maybe the third quarter. But they got that score at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, they won. They won by fifteen, and we knew it was. They were they were shorthanded. Uh, yeah, they was. Yeah. But they, they but they fought hard. Yeah, they they, they fought pretty hard out there. Um, you know, I'll say I was slightly impressed with Davis Mills, the rookie quarterback mm-hmm. out of Houston. They didn't provide much as points, but he was able to throw a touchdown. Didn't have any interceptions out there. Uh, my boy C Mac got hurt. Mm. That's gonna hurt my other fantasy team. But uh, that was devastating. But the thing that stood out to me the most about that game was that defense for Carolina. Yeah. Them boys is real. I know they didn't have Tyrod. I know they didn't have Watson and all that good stuff. But that defense is flying around the ball. You talking about some fast linebackers? Man, Shaquille – oh, not Shaquille <laughs> Bear, but um, Shaq Thompson. Yeah, and then the rolling. other kid, Cartier, whatever his name is. Them boys are rolling out there. We got them coming next week. We got them here coming yes, here next week. Yes, we do. Week. Yes, we do. Good. No CMC. <laughs> nah, that's, that's, a, that's a big time. No big CMC. Time. Listen, if you drafted first in your league, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure the first person you took was Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Sorry for you, but uh, that Dalvin Cook trade is looking real, real good Ooh, right now. He did make that trade. <laughs> Dalvin like, Cook trade is looking, looking like real Nostradamus good. out here. <laughs> well, um, speaking of that injury, uh, four years ago, Richard Sherman kind of came out and he was talking about after he tore his Achilles in a Thursday night football game that he was upset that the NFL was you know big on player safety, but then mm-hmm. having players just get three days in between till the next game. Christian McCaffrey. Was was injured. He pulled his hamstring early in the second quarter. Um, J.C. Horn, their rookie, was also injured. He actually, reports came out this morning that it could be multiple broken bones in his foot. Um, He will be out probably at least three months, they said. Um, There were a couple other injuries. I think a safety was injured too. What are your, what are your guys' thoughts on these Thursday night games? Well, you make a great point right there. you guys played in the yeah, league. You make a great point right there because I didn't even realize it. But, you know, the NFL always talks about, you know, player safety. We got to keep these guys right and got to make sure our players are protected. But then you go out there, you add an extra game. So it's now 17 games. We, we saw this Thursday thing come around. I forget what time it came around. Was it was it before we got in the league? Yeah, so we, we were already playing Thursday just for Thanksgiving. But then oh, yeah. they made it like a weekly mm-hmm. a weekly thing, I want to say, probably at the end of our career. Yeah, or right? I think it towards yeah. the end. And I don't agree with it, man, because it's already hard enough to get your body ready, get going for a game a week apart. I mean, right. it takes a while to get going. And then to have it come that Thursday, I don't care how much rest the, 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 the coach throws 
towards you. You might not be in pads the whole week. Maybe you walk throughs the whole week, but still your body's going to be hurting. And it doesn't even feel right really until about Friday. Mm -hmm. So when you had that Thursday game, it's all about just mustering enough, you know, well, not courage, but, you know, I'm missing out the word right now. But you got to muster enough, whatever it is, moxie, whatever it may be, to get going on a Thursday. And that's when a lot of these injuries happen. Well, yeah, you know, I told you I was a Tordal guy, right? Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't start feeling the pain until Wednesday, right? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, wait, but tomorrow we got to get back out there again. Mm -hmm. um, and usually you do see those type of injuries happens on, uh, happens, uh, on Thursday nights. Um, I will say this. I did enjoy playing on Thursday after the game, right? Oh, because yeah. you get that, you know, essentially <laughs> another bye week, right? Yeah. You get Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You know, you might come back in for Monday, then Tuesday's the off day, and then you start back on that on that next uh, next week. So I think it's a double edged sword uh, to to uh, to some extent, but. Yeah, man, that player safety thing is crazy. Get, getting those guys out there like that, especially if you have the data that shows that these Thursday night games are really causing these type of injuries. If that if they if they figure that out, then they they gonna have to come up with something yeah. to, to help these dudes. And um, I I don't understand why they don't just start Thursday night games during week six when the first or like after week week six when the first teams have their bye week. So it's mm -hmm. like maybe the guys that have their bye week they play that first Thursday after the bye week. So you're not having those games so close together. Mm -hmm. uh, we also found out today that um, super. Wild Card Weekend has added Ooh. another day. <laughs> there, so there's going to be a Monday night game. So there'll be two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and then one game on Monday. This actually kind of goes into my injury thing, too, because now you're going to have one team, whoever plays on that Monday game, that is either going to have to play on Saturday or Sunday that next weekend. So mm -hmm. they're not... You know, now they're going into their second week of the playoffs, not getting that extra time that everybody else gets. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on just that Monday game being added? Well, first, I'll say this. We all know why. The yeah. Thursday night games are being played. All right? That that money, yeah. that money, that money is there, right? So yeah. they making a lot of money off whatever sponsors or whoever who's buying it. Uh, NFL Network, NFL, or, Amazon, you know, whatever, Prime Amazon Prime. Too, so um, so the, the money is there, and, and and this is a business. So we know we know why that's going. Uh, and I didn't even think about that, right? You you got you got to, you got to play on Monday. And then if the schedule stays the same, yeah, you play on Monday and they possibly well they won't make those guys play on Saturday. But then you have knows? to play again yeah. on that Sunday. That that yeah that'd be crazy especially for a playoff team. I wonder if it's like punishment, right? If you're like that last because you know they added a team yeah, last year. If you're yeah. like the, like that last team, yeah. are you like automatically playing on Monday? Oh, that's right? goes, I mean, it goes by the seeds though. So obviously, second's going to play seventh and stuff like that. So it's still going to go in that tier. So. What? Yeah, maybe Monday it'll be a worse team versus. Well, a really I, I good guess it would be an even team. The middle teams, yeah, it could like be something a, in the middle, yeah. and then depending on the seeds, will depend if you're going to play on Saturday or Sunday. So it's like they don't even know that part of it, which I think is, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't love it because yes, I get the money aspect of mm -hmm. it, and I, I get fans are going to love it, but I just think players are going to hurt. Victor Cruz was talking about it this morning, and he was just saying like. Players don't like Thursday games, and I don't know if they're gonna like this Monday night game. Yeah, if, if I'm a if I'm a player, I hate it. I'm like, man, this is I'm all I hate it. I can't believe this. What are we doing out here? So I'm definitely with y'all on the on the player aspect. But as a football fan, watching it all weekend, then you get that you Monday, Monday too. I mean, it's like, oh, we in football heaven right here. We get the, mm -hmm. what is this two games Saturday. Two games Sunday, or three Sunday, oh, three Sunday yeah. and, then, and then one on Monday. Oh man, I'm all for it. I'm but, on the couch all day. But hold on, hold on, church, because I don't want you. Uh, listen, don't put those words in my mouth, okay? Because I've never <laughs> been.
into the playoffs. So if you call me to play on Monday, I'm playing on Monday. All right. All you call right. me to play on Wednesday, I just want to get to the right. tournament. Oh, yeah. Never oh, made it. Yeah. Every time I left this place, y'all went to the playoffs. That's okay. True. I left to go to the Bears. Y'all come in there. Y'all stump a hole in us. Go to the playoffs. I'm out. Jason Garrett, don't call me back. I think Tony's going to call me back. I'm at home and I'm watching y'all in the playoffs. All right. And Church over here talking about, yeah, getting these playoff checks. I'm like, hey, come on, bro. Come on. Come on. We're so, yeah. this together, man. So, uh, yeah. Super Monday, call me, baby. Call Long me. Call y'all you need ready? somebody. Somebody get hurt. Y'all need me. You watch, you watch Survivor. You think, I'm in uh, shape. Do you think those playoff checks, they should go up a little bit, huh? Nah, they, yeah, they, they ain't Damn. giving away no, no, no more no, bread. No more bread. Wild Card Weekend, Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> Don't the players now split a percentage of the TV things with the NFL now? Ooh, Isn't that that's a good that question. happened in the new CBA? I thought so. That's a I good question. I believe that is true. So yeah. I think they are splitting that money. The so playoff revenue? But or the saying, whole season? They ain't the getting no more season. playoff. Yeah, the whole season. They ain't getting yeah. no more playoff money. But see, and, and that's the crazy part. That's the tricky part about it, right? The players do. Yeah, the ones that's making two, three hundred million dollars, it, it allows those type of guys like Dak Prescott mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes to make more money. But the guys who are making minimum, they make it minimum. They, yeah, they, the money's not money. going to them. It, it helps them uh, helps helps teams be able to allocate more money to their the top twenty percent of their guys, roster, yeah. right? right. Uh, so yeah, so people are like yeah, the players get more money. Yeah, some of them yeah. <laughs> actually a, a very small chunk of the players are getting a lot more money, yeah. right? It's tell, not, them to, tell them to step their game up, get, a, get, a, get, in, there, get in that top tier. <laughs> <right? laughs> and then and the church got mad because they didn't want to allocate that money to him. See, uh, I was salty too. To, yeah, so I still, I still hold a grudge. <laughs> but you here? I am here. I am. Yeah, you right about that. Yeah, you're here. I'm overcharging for what yeah. they did to the coke. Prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, do you guys think this is possible, or possibly because they have been so the NFL has been so unsuccessful with trying to get people to watch the Pro Bowl? Mm. Like the Pro Bowl is the most like obviously players like being accepted into the Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl that season or whatever, but. Nobody watches the Pro nah. Bowl. They tried to have different things where Dion, t- Team Dion, t- like, you know, all these kind of things, different captain stuff, yep. do cool stuff, and nobody watches. Everybody watches NBA All-Star, but nobody mm-hmm. watches the Pro Bowl. Do you think this is, like, trying to help to get just that extra, like, okay, well, we missed so much money on Pro Bowl. Let's get some money by having a Monday night game. No, I think, I think uh, you know, well, and we talked about it a little earlier, um, with the season being extended now, mm-hmm. yeah. you have a, a free Monday, right? Because it used to be that Monday for Wild Card Weekend was the national championship game. Was, yeah. Now we got an extra week, so that won't be played, you know, on that Monday, right? So mm-hmm. now you got a Monday where nobody's having anything, right? Usually that's kind of the dead area. All yeah. the TV shows have gone off, gone the off winter show. Shows, right, yeah. and you're waiting for the spring to start up. And NFL's like, hold on, hold on. You said Monday open? Oh, <laughs> yeah, let yeah. me get that. We all know the NFL. I mean, if that's they're a cash cow, oh, yeah. man. They grab, they grab onto anything and, let, and everything that they can. And listen to how excited you got. I did. Oh, but you yeah. telling me on Monday? I'm right there I with you. It. It's, like, it's like it's like it's like my reality TVs. I'm like, oh, oh, let me get that. Let me get some of that. Let me get some of that. So the NFL that took over. Uh, <laughs> it's so sad for some people. And Valentine's Day is gone. It's a wrap. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yeah, Super Bowl on the 13th, right? Is the 13th? Yeah. Man, they just taking everything from everybody. Man. Yeah, that's forgotten. Like, no man is going to be thinking about getting his woman flowers. They're, they're going to forget. Oh. And, and they're not even used to it being that, they're, oh, next week will be Valentine's weekend because Super Bowl is this weekend. Like, to have it on the same, like, it's just, don't, NFL, 
My birthday is February 24th. Don't you dare ever try to go even later on. Don't be adding no more games. Let me tell you something. The men are going to be buying, like, going to be getting the gifts for Valentine's Day. Oh, baby, I got you a ticket to the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, we in there, baby. Yeah, yeah, we in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, yes, yeah, uh, the thing, times are changing, all right? Yeah, Big yeah, time. Yeah, Super Bowl Big ticket. time. I mean, I would take that. I would love that. Like, I... The first time I went to a Super Bowl was in Atlanta a couple years ago. I cried my eyes out. I actually was invited by Nike to just do a bunch of stuff during that week. I didn't know I was actually going to get to go to the game the morning of. They're like, oh, we're going to do this tailgate thing. And they hand me my ticket. I was like, huh, I'm going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, you in there. Granted, worst Super Bowl I've ever seen. That Rams and uh, Patriots one. Because oh. only one touchdown was oh, scored yeah, the whole game. One, it, yeah. Was, yeah. it was a terrible game, but I, I had a good time. That's a, I went that, to a we should have went. Yeah, that's when the, the the Rams beat us, right? Uh, yeah, up there in uh yep. in Cali. It was in LA. I was actually at that game too. Couldn't stop the run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, stuff happens. Yeah. yeah, it does. All right. Well, we have a lot to get into about the Cowboys, who will be taking on the Eagles on Monday, and we will do that right after the break. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. Head to AT&T Stadium on Sunday, September 26th to experience the first rally day of the season presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Dallas Cowboys alumni, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Check out the brand new Miller Lighthouse and get excited for kickoff on Monday. Visit attstadium.com for tickets and more information. Welcome back to the Players' Lounge. I'm Britt Johnson here with Barry Church and Danny McRae. We have a big game. We have the Dallas Cowboys 
on Monday, first home mm-hmm. game of the season, first home game of the season, and we are taking on our divisional rivals, the Eagles. I know you guys saw Coach with the uh, beat Dallas on his shirt. Yeah, the young boy. What, what, what are your thoughts Hold on, on I that? I missed that. Who had that on? The head coach, the head for, coach uh, for Philly. The head coach for the Eagles. He had the little beat Cowboys shirt on. With the Cowboys logo on, and it was in the Cowboys gray. Yeah, so. <laughs> seemed like he got it from my ass. Right, hey, Jerry. Hey, y'all need to find a way. You, you need to sue him, okay? Because <laughs> you can't be using the marks. You can't use the you logo. Yeah. Don't be using the marks, bro. That's licensed. All right, it costs a lot of money for the no star. All right, no call him up. Tell him take that off. <laughs> it might cost you a lot. It might cost you a little. But it's, but gonna, it's gonna cost, cost you. you. All right? That's funny. You could do that, really. Hey, listen. Hey, shout out to him. You know, he gotta have ultimate and confidence. He's selling the shirts. He got like his own version of Team Danny shirts. He's selling them. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah, man. Hey, Danny McCray merch about to be up. So shameless plug. You know, shameless plug. Okay. Get y'all right. some Team Danny right. shirts. You know I, I love saying? that to you. I love that to you. There you go. Um, but I think didn't, who was their coach uh, that, that, that just left for Philly? You talking about um. What's his name? Him and Carson. Him and Carson. Him and Carson's boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I remember him saying some stuff like that when they were coming to play us. Like he was going, they were going to win the game. Yeah, they were supposed to wipe us, wipe the floor with us or something like that. Peterson. Oh, Doug Peterson. Peterson. Doug Peterson got himself in trouble. Doing, doing that, that same when he stuff. was there, all right. So I, he did. I, somebody didn't learn from it, okay. Yeah. You, you know, I'm picking the Cowboys to win. Yeah. So burn that shirt. Burn okay? that shirt. Do yourself man. a favor, burn that shirt. You done messed up, player. You done messed up. <laughs> we coming to put them paws on you. Like, hey, like my boy T still did last week. We putting paws on yeah. people. And look, man, I love it because I love all the responses we've been getting from Dallas. They asked Zeke the same thing. Zeke says, "Nah, we good. We, we focus yeah. on what we got to do." Same with McCarthy. Nah, we good. We focus. So it shows me these guys they're not going to reach down to that petty level and try to respond. They're just going to respond on the field. And usually, when we got that focus form of Cowboys, it, it, it turns out good. It turns out good mm-hmm. for us. So, I'm loving what I'm seeing out of my Cowboys as they get ready for this Philadelphia Eagles matchup. But it's not going to be a walk in the park. It's not going to be a walk in the park because Jalen Hurts, I believe, um, can get the most out of that offense. And that offense can be very productive. But, on our side of things, our young defense, that defense is rolling. My boy Danny from the jump. You're going to be surprised when you hear my take. Say, ooh, I want to hear it. I want to hear we're going to wait till we get to predictions and all that. But, but we going to drop it on us? Oh, absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. But we got to make sure, young 42, the new 42, Keanu Neal, we got to make sure that man can get in there. So whatever you got to do, mask <laughs> up, make sure you get whatever you got to do to get these negative tests rolling, get them things rolling, because we need him in that spot, especially if we're going to move Parsons to DN and try to get him some rush on uh, on Jalen Hurts. But overall, I'm feeling good about this you Cowboys matchup. Cox. That's okay, bro. We'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? He's going to step in. I'm not saying he's going to play as good as 40, but it's like I don't think it's going to be a huge drop-off. Okay? What? I think he's going to be okay. If he gets his chance to get in the game and shine, I think he's going to play well. He's going to play like a rookie, but he's going to play fast. He's going to go hit something. And Jalen Hurts in his second year, he's going to no be way. okay. Ain't no way we seeing Cox out there, man. I mean, we got we – got, he, ain't, he ain't just going to jump over Van Der Esch and Smith. You know, as much as you know, we may he like might, to He see might that. in the nickel. He Big might nickel? in the nickel. Big nickel. Uh, listen, let me tell you something. Them two tight ends they got can play ball. They okay? rolling. If they start they working on you, they gonna have to find a solution. My man Dan, my man, my man Dan Quinn, he ain't gonna sit there and let them kill us like that. That's all right, true. especially if you know you got young talent back there. It's been said that he looked away in training camp, in practice, that wasn't so good. When mm-hmm. he got in to play in the game and the lights were on, he was a whole different guy. The lights don't get no brighter than Monday night Monday football. Night. This is prime time. Yes, the visual game. The, it I don't get, get no bigger than rival? that. So I'm just, you know, if, 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 if that's how he is, 
No he disrespect. He's going to be a hell of a guy. No hey, disrespect, Ertz but. Ertz is out right now. In yeah, and Ertz is out. Ertz He's is in out COVID. Too? Oh, Ertz is in COVID. Yeah, right. in COVID. But he COVID. wasn't really playing all like that anyway. Yeah, and listen. But we hoping 42 going to play, so Ertz might. No disrespect. Might I, just, I just hope Cox don't come in there like Danucci. Because we saw what happened when the lights was too bright for Danucci hey, on there on Monday night. So, We're not hey, wishing that on no. Don't come in there like Danucci. <laughs> I was saying it right. I, don't come in there like Danucci. Don't, right? don't, 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 don't do no LSU Tiger like that, bro. I'm just I don't saying. Do, I don't do your Salido people like that. I'm just saying. Kareem Hunt, everything. Oh, yeah, you know, give him all in love. You know, when we get to the league, Toledo, I'm just saying. We, we, we shine. I'm just saying. When, when LSU get to the league, we shine. Okay? Well, I'm not going to mention uh, Jamarcus uh, Russell. I'm mm. just not. I'm not yeah, about that you know, one. we all we all <laughs> fall. About that we, are, we all have. We all biggest, have. One of the biggest busts in we, NFL we, history. We all have. I was you, rooting for him, too. But you know what Jamarcus will tell you? We got 60 M's. He did. I was rooting for him. Yeah, that was tough to watch. But uh, we're going to talk about keys to the game, but obviously let's start off with like one that kind of everybody's been saying all week, and that's about containing Jalen. Jalen is actually only 84 yards away, rush yards away, from joining Lamar Jackson as the only quarterback since 1950 to have 500 rushes in his first seven career games as starting. is he going to do it this game? He's already he has 144 so far this season. He leads the team in rushing. How do we contain Jalen? Well, if we're talking about defensively, I mean, we got to have some very disciplined defensive ends and as well as just a very disciplined game plan going in. You can't have guys playing hero ball out there. And what I mean by that is you can't have guys, you're responsible for the A-gap or you're responsible for contain. Oh, I see the ball going that way. Let me you know, disregard my responsibilities and go try to make every play out there. That's how you get hurt. That's how guys can sit there and say, okay, let me set him up with a little play action. Let me set him up with a little, little read here to make him bite and get rid of his responsibilities and I'll go ahead and take that edge. That's what we can't have. Because if we let this guy become what he's comfortable in, and that's a dual-threat quarterback, if we let him do that, it's going to be a long night for, for the Dallas Cowboys. So we got to keep this guy in contain. we got to be disciplined. And I'm sure uh, DQ, or, or not D, what is it, Dan DQ. Quinn, DQ, right. DQ. I can't believe I called him that. Backwards. <laughs> I'm sure he'll draw up something to confuse this guy. Because that's another aspect of the game. He's, he's, still only, he's still young. He's still a second-year quarterback, so he hasn't seen all the defenses out there. So I'm sure Dan Quinn will hatch up some type of plan to kind of confuse this guy, get him to make decisions before he's ready to, and hopefully we can take the ball away that way. But if we don't contain him and we don't have him off off balance, it could be a long afternoon. Uh, we got a special guy, man, 435. Yeah. Not many people have a 435 linebacker on their team. And I'm talking about my man Michael Parsons. When you, run, too. when you run an official 435, if your coach puts you in the right position, when you're playing a spot like that and you're trying to shut somebody down like a Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson, it's very helpful to have that type of speed. And I think Michael Parsons is a C-dog, I mean C-ball, get-ball guy. Mm-hmm. All right? So they're going to say, hey, man, at some points in the game, you look at that guy. That's yours. All right. If he runs this to the left, you go to the left. He go to the bathroom, you go with him. <laughs> and we seen that if Michael Parsons is keyed in on you, he's gonna make the play. So I got ultimate faith in the fact that if, if it's Michael Parsons versus Jalen Hurts, that we got the upper hand. What, in that. what do you think is the best? If we're gonna put Parsons on Hurts, what do you think is the best way to do that? Having him down in the defensive line or having him back in that second level as a linebacker? 
I think I think you got to mix it up. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think you have to if you're going to spy him, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to use him as that guy, you can't just have him sitting in one spot so they know exactly what he's doing, right? Because yeah. all of a sudden you can run a screen and get alignment on him. You can figure out a way to get him blocked. I think the best thing you could do is have him on the right, have him on the left, have him lined up over the center like you saw against yep. the Texans uh, in that in that pregame. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying to confuse the coverage and then he dropped back. And, and and he plays it from depth, or he can rush the running back and then, you know, have contained on that side with Randy Gregory on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn's going to come with creative ways to to make sure that we keep him uh, locked in as much as we can. We're not going to stop him from rushing the entire game, yeah. but yeah. to minimize his rush yards is, is, is the goal. If, um, obviously... Most people want Micah Parsons to be, you know, the guy that's the spy on Jalen Hurts. If he is not, who would you say is second best to be that spy if he's, you know, being more defensive end kind of guy in the game? It's going to sound crazy. Uh, You know, I... (laughs) Don't you say it. Okay. All right. Listen. 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 Because 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 they have NFL experience. Because they have NFL experience. Uh, I'm 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 going back and forth between Jalen and Van Der Esch. All right. You got to mm-hmm. get them a shot. Mm-hmm. They they're the guys. They're the established guys. Give them a shot to try to get it done. If it doesn't work, I'm not waiting to to the second half. To put in Cox Quick leash. and see if he could be that guy. Quick leash. Only in those situations, though, right? Okay. Because you still got to defend more than just more than yeah, hurts, the right? run, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but if you get to a situation where it's third and eight, right, and this is where this dude is scrambling, right, when everything breaks down, that, that extra running back is what he becomes because mm-hmm. he can get around that edge and get those eight yards. Oh, yeah, he's getting spied. And I'm going to start with those two, see how they do. They do well. More well, power to them. They don't. I got my LSU guy coming in and see if he can make it happen because what you know is you're not giving him that much responsibility. What you're saying is that is your guy. When you give a football player opportunity to pin his ears back and play fast and not have to think, that's when you, that's when they usually play the uh, play the best, especially a rookie mm-hmm. in his first game on a yeah. Monday night against the Eagles. Yeah, no doubt. What no do you doubt. think? So to me, if, if if I'm going, if I'm Dan Quinn and I'm sitting and I'm like, look, man, we got to figure out a way somehow, some way to contain this guy, and we're talking just third downs or just passing downs. I'm, you know, I might throw in a little dime. I might throw in a little dime or some type of big nickel situation, and I'm bringing in a guy that I believe, you know, needs to get more playing time because he, he's playing well, and that's Javon Curse. I mean, this guy at safety, he's a bigger dude. He's 6'4". I think he's about 215, 220. So he can, he, can, he can do some damage down there in the trenches. He can play that role down there, and he has more than enough speed, more than enough athletic ability to be that spy down there against Hurts. And not only spy against Hurts, but he can get in the coverage as well and be in those windows, those, those zone windows or those windows to help deter you know uh, hurts from throwing the ball that way so if it's me i'm going towards a dime look maybe take one of those linebackers out especially if we have parsons down at the defensive end you know i don't want you know jalen and lve having the responsibility of containing hurts because no disrespect but you know i'm not sure they can can accomplish that so i'm taking one of those guys out have a big nickel big dime put curse in at that position let those guys you know either rush either rush on their running back or spy because I don't want to have them two guys going at it versus uh, Miles Sanders. I don't think they can do that as well. So I'm who's, going big who's starting? Who's, who's two, uh, two starting safeties in this in this package? In this pack? Oh, oh, gone. <laughs> no, I thought he was back this week. Yeah, ah. yeah because I'm saying you moving. That's true. Oh. Curse or not, Kazi and uh, Hooker got to be back that in. Kazi and Hooker got to be back. I thought, I, I thought my man. Wilson I thought my man. I forgot Wilson was still down. I thought, I, I, I thought he earned some more playing time. I, I thought my man Curse earned some yeah, playing time at doubt. the safety position. Uh, so I'm sure they're gonna find a way to get him in. My bias is towards Jabril Cox. 
and I totally forgot about Curse being able to come down, come down and play down linebacker in, yeah. in spot. So you got me on that one. <laughs> I would like to see him first. All right, there we go. There we go. All your right. second tier is Jalen and Van Der Essen, and your third tier, if that don't work, we probably should just look, go on into it. Go ahead and chalk it up. <laughs> we can't stop him. <laughs> well, they got us. <laughs> well, let's talk about our secondary really quick because there's a guy that might be a secret weapon that I think we're missing out on. Trayvon Diggs, let's not forget that in college he played with Devontae Smith. So in practice, he was saying that he's like, I win against him every day in practice. So I already know what he's like. Uh, Jalen Hurts was there with a, for a little bit with him, too. So he knows some of these guys. He said he knows rigor will, really well as two. So, so do you think that, I mean, I get now you're in the league. There's different schemes, different things going on. But do you think that that is somewhat of could be an advantage for him because he has played against him in practice and, you know, as a teammate? Yeah, I, I think so. I think ha- having a having a beat on on. on the receiver specifically, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Uh, if you're guarding him, I think being familiar with him and what he likes to do and seeing him in practice and doing all that is an advantage. But I still believe that this is probably the best chance that our de- uh, our defensive backs have to like be dominant in yeah. the game. Uh, Jalen Hurts is not this 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 quarterback like Tom Brady or Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. So we have an opportunity to get out there, get our hands on some of those balls, make some plays, and uh, and really be dominant in this game. So I think. We're, we're plus in almost every matchup. And even uh, with Anthony Brown and us saying that he hasn't been playing as well, I think this should, this is his best opportunity to step up and show that he's he's a, a serviceable cornerback in the league. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that one. I feel like um, this this secondary can be dominant against these pass catchers for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, um, especially Diggs. I mean, look, even if he wasn't with him in college, I feel like, he got he, he got the man strength. He can go ahead and push these guys around pretty much all day. And he has the speed to hang with these guys. I mean, I feel like this guy, he, he's starting to take that next step to becoming a lockdown corner. I mean, we saw the play he made against Keenan Allen, you know, last week on an over. And you know how hard that is <laughs> on an over. The best bet you can get is maybe a knockdown pass or, or, or just a catch tackle right there. But he was able to undercut that and get an interception. And as we've seen throughout this whole year so far, these two games, the guy, is, he's, he's willing to take the ball away. And he's willing to put his head in there and make tackles so to me I think he has the full advantage in this game and uh, I feel as though he's taking the next step to becoming one of the elite corners in the National Football League a shutdown guy well he said that he wants to go up against the number one guy because he is the number one guy you guys agree I with love that? it I love absolutely. the confidence absolutely there is no better DB on the uh, <laughs> cornerback on the team he is playing that way he finished the season off last year playing that way yeah. he came in and said I got my hand on 14 balls that I didn't get interceptions on he came out and he's doing exactly what he said he was going to do while he was in training camp so I got all the faith in him I got yeah. all the faith in him. And I'm with you too. I got the faith in him. And look, it's you can see during the offseason when he when he works with his brother Stefan Dead, you can just see mm-hmm. how much better he's getting. And the releases, everything, like knowing the route concepts. I mean, this guy's taking leap after leap after leap. And he's special, man. He has opportunity to be special. All right. Well, we are talking Amari Cooper and what he said about being the number one guy okay. when we come back. Organic pumpkin smoothies are back at Smoothie King with at least 13 grams of protein each and five options to choose from. It's easy to find a favorite to help you reach your goals, like the new Keto Champ Pumpkin. Packed with a whopping 23 grams of protein and nine net carbs, it's a quick and nutritious meal on the go. So order online or through the app for pickup or delivery and power up with pumpkin and protein. Official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. 
Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back to the Players' Lounge. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details to join today. I'm actually a member, you guys, since 2017. I have my card and everything. DCU? Yep. Do, do you get the uh, – well, it's COVID now. I know they used to have some opportunities where the, you could slap hands with the people as you walk. I remember we used to walk oh, out yeah, you see all those people. Come through. <laughs> yeah. I got two two former players right here. There we go. There we go. There we go. Get my $20 worth. Man, man. <laughs> that costs you 30 right there. <laughs> Invoice. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Um, we got to talk Omari Cooper. Uh, he actually said he's feeling better every day, and he thinks he's ready for Monday night game, which okay. I'm excited excited to see um, he was actually asked if he would be offended or excited if the number one corner decided to follow CD instead he kind of la- laughed about it and he said both honestly and he kind of went in to talk about the opportunity you get when you don't have the first guy mm-hmm. you know on you because then it's like okay now it's my time to go off because they're worried about this guy and I can go do whatever I want over here and you know it's it's a good thing at the end of the day to have so many different weapons and those are the teams that go on to win and do well so what do you guys think about you know mm-hmm. just even being in that situation yourselves like, like when you're playing and you're like oh dang they put this guy against me I know I'm better than him you <laughs> what know? did I tell y'all <laughs> about who was going to emerge as the number one I'm just saying no 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 and it, I'm just did I say it not what because if listen if he gets shadowed if he doesn't get shadowed by the number one guy Which that means the, the other the other team mm-hmm. they don't believe he's the number one guy usually yeah usually, usually. that's what it is um so he should be offended to me, right? Mm-hmm. Because you came out and said, I, th- I do think I'm the best guy in the league. I haven't proven it yet. Mm-hmm. And it's no way for you. That doesn't, this is the opposite of proving it, right? <laughs> if you go through a game, right, you go through two games in the season, and then the, the next defense says, you know what, that ain't the guy. He's the, the guy. <laughs> he's the guy, right? So he should be offended. And mm-hmm. I think if he is going up against the number two guy, this is an opportunity for him to show, huh, y'all not going to make this mistake again. Yeah. So yeah. it's a great opportunity for him mm-hmm. to, to, to emerge as one of the number one guys. 
guys and get that double team back on them. Uh, I think that's a great competition within the uh, within the locker room. I think yeah. that'll be great to see. So shout out to him if it happens, and I, if it does. He better show up he because better. if he doesn't, <laughs> hey man, hey, hey you got that number two locking no. you down. Oh, I'm gonna be. I'm first of all, I'm gonna be salty because it's, it's on my <laughs> fantasy. So I'm like, man, here you go. You can't go off against the number two. Nah, let me quit disrespecting my boy. But um, yeah, I would feel a little. I would feel slightly disrespected if you know Darius Slay for the past couple years, as he was here in Cowboys, has been following in the market right. wherever he went, and then now you come into the game, you line up, you look ahead, you're like, oh, where's number two? He's all the way over there guarding CD. Like, man, I would feel some type of way. I feel slightly, slightly salty about that. But like you said, it's an opportunity for him to go off on a number two. And if he does do that, I'm sure eventually it'll bring Slay back over to try to deal with him. But by that time, he's already heated up. So he's ready to roll. So I'm hoping Slay goes. To me personally, <laughs> I'm hoping Slay goes over there and messes with CD or whoever's over there just so my boy can go off in fantasy. Mm-hmm. I need these points. <laughs> I'm 0 and 2. Oh, yeah. I'm 0 and 2 right now. I'm getting killed. And my boy, please, please, my boy, give me something hey, out there. Rip. Fantasy is the only thing that matters. Is it? <laughs> I, I, I disconnected. That's, I can't play. I can't play. Uh, I fantasy. disconnected from like the actual game oh, so long ago. Now fantasy football brings like a different thing. Like now I'm like more in tune. With, usually just watch it. I watch the Cowboys. Yeah. Don't even pay attention to the rest of the games. Now mm-hmm. I have a reason to go on and watch it, and then it also gives us more to talk about on the show because yeah. you're watching players outside of, of the Cowboys. Usually, players, and right? I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I find myself it's third and one, third and two. Like, get a ball to Coop. Get a <laughs> What do you mean? Just hand the ball off to Zeke. No, get a ball to Coop. It's third and two. Like, I, man, I start to trip it. Yeah, I start to trip it. My so. team, listen, yo, if you on my team, y'all could be down by 30. I'm ecstatic because I know that now you got to try to pass garbage the ball. Yards, <laughs> right? the garbage points. I up. don't care about the outcome <laughs> of the game at all. I'm just like, hey, wait, wait. man, you got down to the inch yard line. I got it. the receiver. I'm mad because I know you're going to run it. Like, that's that's the way I'm looking at the game now, which is, which is fun. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it helps us on the show. Would you guys say it makes a difference? Because obviously the Eagles, this is a team we see twice a year. Team like the Chargers, you see them once every four years. Do you think that it makes a difference on who you're playing if you're up against the number one guy? Because sometimes it could just be like, we're just trying to figure out this team because we don't play this team ever compared to obviously the Eagles. You, He sees Slay a couple mm-hmm. times a year, you know what I mean? So that would be a bigger, to me, I would feel like that would be a bigger hurt. But coming from a player's perspective, is it a difference if it's a, you know, divisional game compared to just a team you see every couple years? Nah, I think uh, if you're the number one guy, you the number you, one guy. Yeah, you're the number one and guy. Everybody should know it. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to list them. Yo, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams. He's getting double. Like these guys, no matter who they playing, what division it is, whatever, they are going to see the number one guy because they have to be stopped. The offense used the passing game usually runs through them, right? And that's why I say for us, it's no slight against Amari, but. The way Kellen calls the plays, we don't have like an ISO, right? Yeah, like it's like basketball, right? LeBron James gets in the ISO. That's what it is in terms of football when Devontae Adams is going up against somebody, you like, hey man, you gotta one on one, you gotta beat him. Mm-hmm. For us, Kellen doesn't do that. Yeah. It's, we got Tony Pollard coming on the screen. So many uh, options. Yeah, we got it's a options. good problem. You know, so I, it, it's different. It's different for us. And, I, and to me, that's why I never understood, you know, as a DC and you going against an elite receiver, like you going against a Randy Moss, a Calvin Johnson, even when we went against Calvin Johnson, why? Why didn't we just double team this dude? Like I, I never understood 
how if you got a number one threat, a bona fide number one threat like Devontae Adams, and then you got the second dude who's way down here, why wouldn't you just double Adams, double that guy, and make the rest of them beat you? Now, if they go out there and the second guy, third guy go off, so be it. Y'all beat yeah. us like that. Y'all deserve to win. But I never understood. Like, when we went against Calvin Johnson, let's just well, shade the safety over there. No, double that dude like he's a punt. He's on punt. You got a vicing. Do something because you know he's the only way this offense is going to be productive. So, to me, I never understood that. If I was a DC, I'm doubling everybody. I will say this. It didn't work when we tried either. <laughs> that boy went for 320-something. I, I think they were finally – listen, you know, to go into that, okay, that was that, – I don't think that was good coaching, okay? We talked about D. Ware going into the Hall of Fame for doing what? Yeah. Being a pass rusher. Yeah. When Calvin Johnson went off on us for 300, D. Ware was the curl dropper and Ooh. cover two. Yeah. And Calvin Johnson repeatedly ran 20-yard digs right behind D. Ware. Boom. Right behind him. Boom. <laughs> Boom. There's another 20. 20 another 40. For you know he had th- over 300 yards. I think that was that was just that was just bad. Bad coaching. <laughs> it was just bad, bad. coaching. Okay, well, we got matchups. You know, this is a team that sees each other twice a year. We are rivals. Uh, my favorite matchup that I'm, I'm excited to see is going to be Zach Martin and Fletcher Cox. Ooh. Just because this is a rivalry. This is a back and forth that's been going on. And, you know, Cox has that, uh, what is that other guy's name on the other side? That's like young. Right. He's a young new guy, but he's been doing a really good job. For the Eagles? Yeah. Uh, I can't even I got Brandon Ingram, Fletcher Cox. Sweat. Anyways, anyway, Hargrave. Hargrave. It can be like a one-on-one situation here with them, just because Cox doesn't have to do anything else, and he's still killing it. People always try to, oh, the, these guys are getting older. No, looks like same as two, three years ago. So mm-hmm. I have this as my top matchup. What do you guys have? What mm-hmm. should we be watching in key matchups for this week? My key matchup. I, I, if I'm joking, I'm saying Tony Pollard versus Zeke Elliott. Oh. <laughs> if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm being serious, though, it's literally whoever 11 is lined up on. Okay. I want to see if he's lined up on uh, offensive tackle. I, that's that's the matchup that I'm looking at, right? Okay. How does he win that matchup? How does it help us defensively against Jalen Hurts? If he's lined up at linebacker, then it's him against Jalen Hurts. Yep. I'm interested to see how that shakes out. It, there's a 4-3 guy able to stop a running quarterback because in a league, you're going to see these guys, right? Do we have an answer for mobile quarterback? So I'm looking at 11 and wherever he's at on the field, I'm looking at the matchup that he that he, that he, that he has. Alright, for me, I'm going to do kind of a, a two-on-two scenario here. I'm going to do Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders versus whoever they chot out there at linebacker. I wish it was Parsons, <laughs> but we don't know. If it's Van Der Esch and Smith, all right, I'll take that as well. But I want to do that matchup right there because last year and throughout a lot of the times last year, we got exposed um, from running backs coming out of the backfield, getting yards after the catch, third and fives, getting all that good stuff. So I want to see if those two are the linebackers, if Smith and uh, LVE are the linebackers, how have they grown? Are they able to go out there and get coverage in? Because last week they, they actually played pretty well. They yeah. played pretty well last Last week, I think Smith led the team in tackles out there. Van Der Esch was all over the field, had him a sack as well. So if they've grown to the point where we can handle these running backs out of the backfield, we can do all that stuff, then you got then you're in an advantage because you can put uh Parsons while D while D Law's out, you can put Parsons at that defensive end if these two guys have grown into the linebackers that they once were. So to me, I'm interested to see that matchup and how that boils down. I still think the Cowboys have the advantage though. Well, let's get into who's gonna win this game because mm. This is a big one, and we actually have kind of 
you know, <laughs> issues in here sometimes because we're very competitive and, you know, we, we break it down to the little, little, little things, the little things, because you guys kind of tied. I still think I'm in the running. You were the running, you were okay. the running for sure. But you lost. I won last week. Oh, you did. I won last you week did. and I'm trying, I'm trying to come back. I'm trying to come back. So um, what is the uh, spread this week? That I don't know, but I, know, I don't know either. I know, actually, uh, I didn't do my job. I, I'm sorry, Nui. Uh, I let you down, yeah. Nui. I let you Eagles down. Eagles <laughs> versus. Go ahead. So, um, we four. four. Okay. Thank you. Okay. See, thank you. So CB much. the great back yes, there, man. Thanks, Appreciate Chris. you, CB. All right. So the spread is four. Oh, you got to go first. And yeah, I'm so going first. So you can't pick it back up. <laughs> but he didn't get on Barry for picking. Okay. He, but he, he admitted it. He I said, did. I, 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 I piggybacked. I threw it for the job. Right. I piggybacked. I have the Cowboys winning by seven. Okay. I'm picking the same thing that I did last night. Not four, but 14. 14. Yes. I think we come Division out. Rival. Absolutely. You know I, think, I think we come out and I think we play one of our best games as a team. I think special teams plays well, offense plays well, and I think that we come out and we show tomorrow that the Eagles are going to have trouble when they see us the next time. All right? We're going to come out on defense and we're going to let them know we ready to see Jalen Hurts. Plus 14, we Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, that's, that's a tough one. To me, I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. Uh, I still have the Cowboys winning. I still have the Cowboys winning. I say they win by three points. I say it's going to be like a 20-17 to 17 type, of, uh, type of ball game. Because, look, it's a division game. And we mm-hmm. all know when division opponents, it's always closer. Even if that team is 0-whatever and, and this team is undefeated. When you got a division opponent like that, you know each other like the back of your hands. So it's always going to be a competitive battle out there. I say the Cowboys win by three, closer to what most people think I don't think they get a takeaway, and I think that's what makes it close because I don't think they get a takeaway. Philly does good. I'm I sorry. Think so Cowboys, I'm uh, sorry. 30, 31 17. Sorry. 31 to 17. 17. We win 31 17. That's my plus 14. But yeah, 31 17. Uh, so you, do, you don't think, or you think that the Eagles are not going to cover the spread? No. Okay. No, nah, yeah, I got the Cowboys by three. Okay. And the spreads okay. were four, right? Spreads four. Right? Spreads four. Yeah, yeah. So Cowboys by three. Okay. Twenty to seventeen. Heard yeah. it here first. I think. Hold on, CB. One more time. I think we're we're picked we're to win favorite. by four. Oh, oh we're favored. So that is them cover. Four. Four. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Philly will cover. Philly will cover. Yeah. Philly Philly will will cover. cover. I thought it was the other but, way around. But we still win. Yep, but okay. we still win. Twenty to seventeen. And, and okay. then once we win by fourteen, then I, I actually win win. And then y'all y'all win. Just win win. Yeah, y'all win win. And then y'all win all right. Uh, well, that is the show for today. We will not have a show on Monday because there is a game on Monday, and maybe we'll be tailgating by that. No, I'll be working. Barry will be working. Danny will be tailgating maybe before the, the game. Couch. You on the couch? <laughs> on the couch. You ain't gonna be at the Miller Light. What was that? The Miller no, Light sir. House. No, Miller sir. Light House. I, little, I saw it the other, last time I was at the stadium. I'm gonna be at Zoe, Zoe and McCray House. That's all I'm gonna be at. There we go. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning into the Players Lounge. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you guys on Monday or Tuesday. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, guys?